Hey, welcome back to The Spiritual Leader. Thank you for joining me. Today I want to talk about the subject of stretching and being stretched and the things that can be produced in our lives and through our lives when we allow the Lord to stretch us. I hope you enjoy. Hi, today I want to talk about how stretching releases more of you. Now, being stretched by things in life sometimes isn't fun or enjoyable, but we also need to always consider that God brings things into our world at different times with the purpose of stretching us. We need to understand that this isn't a negative thing, but always a very positive thing. I'm reminded, and I've been thinking a lot recently, about the words in Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 2, where it says, Enlarge the place of your tent, and let the curtains of your habitation you, where you live, be stretched out. Do not hold back, lengthen those cords and strengthen your stakes. We need to understand as spiritual leaders that there's always going to be seasons of stretching because God wants to release from us things that we maybe don't know but we're capable of. He wants to bring into our world new things, but if there's no room, then how can he? You see, God has a plan of stretching us. If you're a spiritual leader today, you shouldn't be surprised when you find yourself again, once again, in a season of being stretched. In fact, it should be something that you celebrate because you have a revelation. Again, not if life is stretching you or circumstances are stretching you, but if God is stretching you, it's because he's about to bring something new into your world or do something new with you. Stretching is an interesting thing, isn't it? Especially when God is the author of it. God allows stretching in our lives to enlarge us for his next. You know, when you started walking with the Lord, he started to do a few things in you, give you a few things, but that was never the end of the journey for him. He always had an intention of putting more in you, doing more through you, using your life for things that you never dreamed were possible. But for this to happen, there has to be seasons where we allow him and the things he's doing in a moment of time to stretch us for our future. And in stretching us, he can release from us things that we never imagined in our worlds. You see, stretching, when it comes to God anyway, stretching always precedes increase. Before there's increase, there's a time of stretching, a time of making room. Again, let me ask the question, how can God add to us if there's no room for what we're asking him to add? It's a very simple prayer, an innocent prayer to say, Lord, will you give me more? Lord, will you give me more revelation? Lord, will you do more through my life? But if we're going to pray a prayer like that as a spiritual leader, We've also got to say, and also, Lord, stretch my tent peg, stretch, stretch the tent of who I am, stretch the habitation, the person that I am, to be able to accommodate what you want to do next in me and through me. Enlarge my capacity, Lord. That's really what we're speaking of today, isn't it? God enlarging our capacity for the things that he wants to give next and the things he wants to do.
You see, spiritual leadership, I believe one of the traits of spiritual leadership, is though a person may not always enjoy the stretching, they always celebrate the stretching because they know it's bringing them in to a new place. Think about how stretching fits in other areas of life. Think about how when you buy a guitar string, you buy a guitar string not to remain baggy, but to be stretched. And when it's stretched correctly, it releases its true sound. It's the same with us. God doesn't want us to be baggy strings that twang out some noise. He wants us to be correctly stretched people. But our lives release a sound that brings him glory. Also think of a rubber band or an elastic band. You never buy an elastic band or a rubber band to remain baggy, do you? No, it's potential to hold and contain and protect things is found in its ability to be stretched. And in its stretch, it finds its true purpose. There's also stretching involved when a a lady has a child, isn't there? When a lady has a baby, she finds out from a doctor that she's expecting. And then all of a sudden she becomes expectant. But she knows before she holds the baby, there's going to be stretching in her life, stretching in her body. But the stretching's good because it's something new growing in her that's going to be born. The end of the stretching for a lady who's pregnant is that she holds that wonderful new life, that baby that's come from the Lord into her world. Stretching always precedes increase. When we understand that, we find a a rejoicing and a celebration regarding it. You know, the Bible continually reveals to us characters, personalities, men and women who went before us, walking by faith in the promises of God, in the futures that God had told them that he had for them. Think of some of these people, how they chose to live in moments of stretch and not just moments of ease or comfort. Think of Abraham. You know, the storyline of Abraham is God arrives in his world. Everything's sorted. He's an older man. He says he's living with his parents, which really wasn't good. He was married to Sarah. And all of a sudden, God steps in with his invitation. Hey, Abraham, are you enjoying life or would you like more? And he intrigues him, invites him to something, a larger experience of life than what he'd known up to now. Suddenly there's a hunger in Abraham. Yes, Lord, I want the more that you're calling me into. Then you know what the Lord said to him next. Then you have to leave the place that you're at. You have to leave the comfort, the security, the I know what happens every day style of living and step into what I would term the stretch zone. And as Abraham and Sarah left the comfort that they'd known, they stepped into the stretch zone that God had for them. And in that stretch zone were the miracles, the promises, the child he'd always dreamed, the becoming a father of many nations. When I've taught on stretching before, both spiritually and naturally in a corporate setting, or to ministers or to business people, I always use a great analogy of getting a whiteboard and drawing three circles and saying there's three zones to our life that we all have a choice where we're going to live. The inner zone or the inner circle would be called the comfort zone and 
and that's a good zone that's a comfortable zone there's no challenge there's um there's safety there's well-being but there's no excitement maybe our comfort zone was once a stretch zone but now we've got used to everything but around that zone is another circle another layer called the stretch zone i believe that's where we're as spiritual leaders called to live because in the stretch zone there's miracles exciting we're holding our breath we're waiting for god to do what he said he was going to do and then beyond that zone there's obviously the panic zone and god doesn't want us living in the panic zone but to tell you the truth we all take a step into it every now and then so i don't believe that god wants us as spiritual leaders to live in the comfort zone he wants us to be in the stretch zone he doesn't want us to live in the panic zone he wants to live us in he wants us to live in a place where our lives are being stretched there's a demand there's new demand being put in there and in that place we suddenly discover in our lives things we never knew we had you know often i've referred to people's lives as a suitcase that was left on a train station platform and and when we're born it's like our lives are just left on a platform we're in life now and we're like suitcases but you know the truth is the lord has packed in us things that we've not yet discovered but for the things that he's packed in our life for callings the initiatives the dreams to come into being we need to allow the lord to help us unpack the case of who we are you know a lot of people when they unpack the case of their life just find smelly socks i don't and neither will you just like the lord said to jeremiah another man who chose to live in the stretch zone Jeremiah I called you before you were born to be a prophet to the nations you see what God had done he'd packed a prophet in this young man Jeremiah and then there came a moment when the Lord said it's time to stretch Jeremiah and discover not what's coming but what I packed in you even before you were born another great example would be Moses wouldn't it boy Moses was constantly in the stretch zone the lord would ask him to do things beyond his comfort zone for sure go and talk to pharaoh it says that moses had a speech impediment naturally there were things that could have stopped him but he chose to say i'm not gonna live and die in the comfort zone of the things i know but i'm gonna go forwards in what god's asking me and i'm gonna live in the stretch zone of god and again that's where the miracles happened that's where he saw you know rods turn into snakes and oceans part supernatural provision manna but that wasn't just day-to-day normal life that was living in a place where God was continually stretching him and he was continually allowing the Lord to do that so many examples so many stories what about David David was constantly being stretched first the lion then the bear but it was all good when he turned the corner and saw Goliath because he'd already been stretched by the lion and the bear in how to overcome an enemy. And all he did was apply the same things he'd learnt in defeating the lion and the bear to this new obstacle that was insulting God called Goliath. One of my favourite stories is obviously the story of Gideon that we, we read about in Judges 6 verse 11 and, and through that chapter of Judges 6 where we suddenly meet this man the introduction of the story is a man 
hiding in his comfort zone, not enjoying it at all. It's, we're introduced to Gideon, the, the message of God of future comes to him and he's hiding in a wine press. He's not a mighty man of valor. He's like a little coward. He, he's like a, a little girl hiding there. He's not protecting the wheat. He's protecting his life. All around the wine press, there were Philistines and he was scared. And when God steps into his word, if you've ever heard me preach this message, it's a lot of fun, but let me keep it short just to make me an today when God steps into his world he approaches this man who's a coward living in fearful comfort just trying to survive and the Lord approaches him and speaks to him from his perspective of this man's life he says good morning mighty man of valor and Gideon's response was one that was contrary to being a mighty man of valor actually he begins to spew out this this tale of negativity I'm the runt of the litter of the worst of the tribe I can do nothing my parents could do nothing my grandparents could do nothing that didn't sound like I am a mighty warrior to me but then something else happens that's initially confusing when you first read it God doesn't say oh yeah yeah I suppose you're right he says oh go in these mighty words of yours I'm reading the Bible and I'm like, where's the mighty man of valor? Where's the mighty words? But you see, God was knowing this man by who he was and what he had packed into his life. Not from the experiences of the man and what he'd known up to now on his journey. God does that the same to us, doesn't he? He speaks of, to us of things that we can know and things that we will be. We've got to respond in faith. Remember, without faith, it's always impossible to please God. So we read on in that story of Gideon. And I'm so thankful that he chose not to believe his own report of himself based on what he'd said to himself and what others had said to him. But rather, he stepped out of the wine press and said, if God says this is who I am, I'm going to stretch myself out of the comfort zone I'm currently in to step into the stretch zone of seeing him release in me the things he says he's packed into my life. Suddenly we turn a page and we see this man called Gideon leading an army totally outnumbered over a hill to defeat them, not even using swords. He uses trumpets and candles. God strips his, his army down from tens of thousands to 300 men. Just to show Gideon, it's not about what you can do on your own. It's what happens when you stretch to believe me. You see who I am coming through you, producing things that are not normal, supernormal, supernatural. So let's purpose to learn from Gideon and Abraham and Moses and David. They were spiritual leaders in their time. We need to be spiritual leaders in ours. It's about living in the stretch. It's about saying, you know what? The comfort zone's all right. It's safe, but it's boring. Oh, the comfort. You know, the comfort zone is where you go on holiday for two weeks. It's not where you live. If you're a spiritual leader, you're not called to live in the comfort zone. You're called to fly in the stretch zone. That moment where God's putting new demand on you, giving you new opportunities. You're you're getting up in the morning saying, I'm kind of scared, but let's do this, Lord. You're putting a demand on the calling 
but he's given you a holy calling. It's interesting, but when you respond to allowing the Lord to stretch you further, you actually you actually develop more and you look back and you say, I never knew that that could happen with my life. But I also want to encourage you, I had an incredible conversation with a dear friend, uh, David LaRue, who, who runs UCB Radio, and he's got an incredible story of how God took him from working in a department store, being a janitor, to being actually like the CEO and 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 boss of that huge department store. And he was just telling me about the journey it took from being a janitor to actually being in charge of all the employees in the biggest outlet of that department store in this country. And as he was telling me the story, I could see he was simply, like you and me, a man that never shied away from being stretched. A man that always stepped forward to see God do more through him. I said, how did you increase through all the layers of leadership to become the CEO, a boss in this company? He said, I just kept living in the word, hearing what God was saying of me, listening to how the Holy Spirit was leading and daring to believe it and go with it. That's what happened to Daniel, wasn't it? Daniel was dropped into Babylon, a nation that wasn't even his own. But as he just lived kingdom life, God caused him to rise to the top. And God's going to do that for you as well, spiritual leader. But not unless you're going to allow him to stretch you. You see, we all master things in life, don't we? I can remember different challenges that the Lord's given me over the years. And when God gave me that challenge, it was going to take 100% of me. And I was having a brilliant conversation with my friend David about this. But we all come to moments where we think we're at full capacity. But then all of a sudden, because of the grace of God, we begin to master things and things that seemed impossible can become every day to us. Things that were stretch zone can become comfort zone. And sometimes we look at our life and we suddenly realise that what we're doing now only takes 80% of us, where it used to take 100. My question is, so what are you going to do with the extra 20 that you've now got? See, you can allow your life to do what you did before that only takes 80% with 100%, but that's really lazy in comparison to your option. I believe God always wants us to take the excess that we get from mastering things and invest it into doing new things. Lord, I'm now doing what took 100% of me with 80% of me, 70% of me. Lord, show me now what you want me to do with the 20 or the 30 Because I want to keep on stretching. I want to keep on developing. I want to keep on finding within my life things that you packed in long before I was ever aware. I call this living in the stretch. If God is stretching you today, don't pull away from it. Lean into it. I'm not talking about life stretching you or problem stretching you, though God will certainly use life and problems to enhance stretching in us. I'm not saying he won't do that. But when you know it's God bringing you into a moment of stretching, God enlarging you, God causing you to grow beyond what you've been, my friend, rejoice in your heart because increase is coming to you 
or it's going to be coming through you. God is getting you ready for your tomorrow, not leaving you in your today or your yesterday. God is a God of stretching. And I believe when we stand in these days, uh, very stormy days, aren't they? God is stretching his spiritual leaders not to shrink back. The Lord takes no pleasure in shrinking back. But he's stretching us to think bigger thoughts, attempt bigger things, be louder in what we're doing, more audacious in what we're doing. Listen, normal isn't our portion, spiritual leader. Normal is a setting on the washing machine. It's not you. Come on, it's time to arise. It's time to stand up and say, yes, the things that once stretched me, I've mastered them. Which means it's time for me to now stretch again. To invest the part of me that's no longer stretched in a new endeavour that causes me to find within my life, like Gideon, more of the mighty valier, more of a mighty warrior, a man of valour. In closing today, I just want to encourage you. I just had a, a text from my office and they said, Pastor Andy, there's just been a huge shipment arrive at the office of your new book, Soul Winner. I love that moment. This is my seventh book. And I can remember the day they delivered my first book, which was Breakfast of Champions 1. And people rejoiced and people were happy, but they didn't see what was going on in me because that was the fulfilment of one of the most scariest stretches in my life. Like I've often said, I left school with um, no real education and I kind of had a deal with God. I kind of had a wine press with God. I'll speak for you, I'll shout for you, I'll go for you, but just let's not go near my education. Let's not, let's not talk about my grammar and my punctuation. Let's just avoid that area of my life, please. It was my wine press. But one day, quite a few years ago now, the Lord stepped into my wine press like he did Gideon's. And I remember clearly I felt the Lord say to me, call yourself an author. He actually said, call yourself a published author. And I was like, Lord, we had a deal about this. Remember, remember, I can't do commas and full stops. I don't do. We... And then I realized there was no deal. God was just being kind. And I felt the Lord say, call yourself an author. Boy, what a stretch for a person that really had been branded when he left school. Somebody that wouldn't academically achieve. I remember responding to the Lord, but I haven't got a book. God's response back to me, Abraham. Abraham didn't have a child, yet he still called himself a father. And I I started to say, okay, Lord. So I just started to say, I'm a published author. And just like people said to Abraham, where's the kid? People said to me, where's the book? And then a series of miracles happened. It was Breakfast of Champions, the first book. I hadn't realised... I'd been writing it for a football player in another country and I, I never realised I'd written all of these daily devotions and the Lord said to me, you'd already written the book. And that first book that I wrote was a collection of those devotions that I'd just faithfully been writing. It's a bigger story, I haven't got time to tell it today. Then he supernaturally brought me into the ability to um, get it proofread. So it took it from a long book it was like a dictionary, many words about nothing with no commas and full steps. I remember walking in the office and a new lady had joined the volunteer staff. And I said, hey, how are you? I said, listen, this is crazy. But can you read this huge manuscript of words without punctuation? Um, I believe I'm meant to write a book. And she laughed and she said, you know, my last job was 
a proofreader. You see, she was always in the orbit of my life, but she couldn't come into being until I stepped out by faith. Come on, spiritual leader. God's put in the orbit of your life for things you need, but you've got to stretch and step out in faith. Then suddenly I rung a publishing company and I was expecting the pitch myself. And when I rung them, the manager said, is that you, Andy Elms? I said, yeah. He said, I was in your meetings years ago. And the Lord said, when he's ready to write, publish him. Everything fell into line because I stepped out of the wine press. I didn't shrink back from stretch. Today, here we are coming in to November 2020. They've just delivered my new book, Soul Winner. When I finished Breakfast of Champions 1, I thought that was the project over. But then suddenly I realised that the Lord was going to cause me to reach more people through my writing, which was, in my opinion, my inadequacy, my inability, than I would from stages. That's amazing, isn't it? That when I saw in myself someone that I didn't think could academically achieve, the Lord saw a published author, not of one book, but of many books. Come on, what's, gonna, what's God going to say to me next? What's God going to say to you next? Remember, Paul lived in the revelation of a new creation, which said, it doesn't matter what I labelled myself or people labelled me before. I can now do all things, anything, through Christ who now strengthens me. He took Gideon from being a coward to being a warrior, David from being a shepherd boy to being a warrior king, Abraham from being imprisoned in normality with no children to being a father of many nations, Moses from being a man hiding in a wilderness because of a mistake he made to being a deliverer of the people of God. Come on, what does God want to do with you, spiritual leader? I can tell you whatever he wants to do is going to involve stretching. But when you know it's God's hand causing the stretch, it causes an excitement within you. Oh, you may be scared, but you're not bored. Remember, the Bible never said you must be bored again. It said you must be born again. Christians only get bored and boring when they choose to make the comfort zone the place of their residence, the place that they settle for. Ah, but for those that are saying, Lord, you've sinned more in me. You've got more for me. You want to do more through me. Lord, stretch me to give me the capacity and room for what you're doing next. There's never boredom. There's a great adventure. One day when I die many years from now, if the Lord tarries, I'm not going to sit in heaven and say, well, that was all right. When I look back on my life, I'm going to say, woohoo, what a roller coaster. There were times when I was scared, afraid. I didn't know. But what an adventure. Why? Because I purposed in my heart to ever be responding to stretch. So I want to encourage you today, spiritual leader. The Lord is doing a new thing. He's causing the barren woman to sing a song of faith, declaring the unseen becoming the scene in their world. He's speaking to us and saying, enlarge the place of your tent. You're thinking, you're dreaming. Let the curtains, let things, circumstances, people and situations stretch out the curtains of where you're living. 
become stretched out. Strengthen your stakes so you don't gain new ground and lose any of it. Be ready because God has got increase in mind for you. Oh, this thing that you're going through now. Ah, it's the Lord getting you ready for it. The Lord bless you. Speak to you next week. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that episode of uh, Spiritual Leader where we spoke about God stretching us and what God can do in us and through us when we allow him to stretch us and prepare us for our next. Listen, we want to continue to resource you and uh, the best way of seeing the other resources are available is to go to Linktree, which is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Andy.elms. There's loads of good stuff on there to watch and to listen to and to read. Don't forget, this weekend, my new book, Soul Winner, comes out. So make sure you get a copy of that. Hey, God bless you. And I'll see you next week for The Spiritual Leader. <laughs>